I messed all the lines up. I screwed all the lines up. <laughs> oh. You got fire in your veins, burning hot, but you don't feel the pain. Your desire is insane. You can't stop until you do it again. Some other guy, but I know, yeah, I know how to treat you right. That's why you call me in the middle of the night. Urgent. So urgent. So urgent, urgent, urgent. Just wait and see. Hold on, hold on. Is it still, uh, are we still ripping something off if. If I sing to it? If you sing to it and badly. Is that... I just screwed the lines up. I hadn't heard that song in years. I, I, so I know. Funny. I'm just teasing you. I was, no, it's I was fine. Saying, it's I'm trying to say, is that, is that, is that still... So are we still Are we still doing it if we get Sully's plagiarized version of yeah, So, you know, it's... Like, so, so, is that no, not reason, one of the coolest songs ever? It like, is one of the coolest songs, and it's one of the coolest albums ever, Foreigner 4. But the reason why I brought it up Slow is... Slow down. Foreigner is the band, and the album's four. Yeah. And that just... I mean, that just... Uh, I mean, I, can't, I played that song to death when I was a kid. That song I loved. But, but everybody, you know, honestly, I, I don't think anybody dislikes that song. It just yeah, there's something so you, whoever I, I actually should look up with the engineer on Mick that. Mick Jones is a guitar player and producer. Yeah, but I'm saying with the engineer. Yeah, I don't. Did he produce? He did. He, well, I don't know if he produced it, but he's. Uh, but that, as far as like a cool sounding song. Oh yeah. Oh, and then and then and then, back, and then later on the song that the the band's like uh uh or it's Lou Graham. Lou Graham's the singer, and he's like uh uh. No, but dude, oh, that so the biggest thing is is that to be able to bring in <clears throat> that dirty saxophone at you know that I love that, some like, dirty saxophone <laughs> that snaky dirty saxophone at the at, you know during during part of it. I mean that that was like wow, you know what I mean? Like to take a rock song and to do a solo. Like I know Springsteen's tried to do has done some of that stuff, but I'm talking like this song is just like it fits the mode so well. You know that that like. That like snarling saxophone where, where where people are like, wow, that was really cool use of saxophone, you know? Oh I think, yeah, I think I think it was no, one of the best I, use. I agree with hundred percent in a rock song that I've heard. No, and I don't think they have any other songs with sax in it. No, that, that's their only song. <laughs> no, but it's right? it's pretty that's, funny. They brought it in, and suddenly it it works. But the reason why I played that song is because I believe that we're, what we're about to talk about is urgent. And it's urgent for the club owners to think about because can, can we do me a favor though? It annoys what? me a little bit mm. because you keep saying the club owners and okay. how about just for tennis? Sure. I, I just, can we just stop focusing for a minute? And I know that's where people go, but remember mo there's not many clubs that are owned. <laughs> they're all like part districts at this point or they're, they're there's, mm. there's, yeah. 
there, there are larger entities owning these facilities. Yeah. So we have to be careful when we say this. Like we're pointing the finger at club owners. Well, we're not we're, trying to point the finger. What I'm, I'm trying not, to point to is, is me. it bothers me a lot. Okay, but the thing is, that, okay, so for it tennis, can, that's great. It can bother you, but here's the reality. The reality is, is that if we're talking to regular Joes, unless people get together in a massive group and go to their club and say, "We want this," which I'm not sure that's going to happen. It's not going to happen. But well, hold on, we, but, but but what about like a local organization that promotes tennis, like the CTA, the Chicago Tennis Association? They, and, right, the USCA is not concerned with local tennis. Right, they, they're, they're worldwide. They're national. Yeah, it's the Chicago District Tennis Association. Right, the CDTA. Yeah, sorry. no, they, they, that's they, Chicago Transit Authority. Right, sorry, it's a little bit of a. Yeah. But the point, the point I'm trying to make here, is that. It's, these are the people that it's like, it's different than a school system. A school system has the PTA. We talked about this actually in another organ. We talked about this in another episode and I don't know if we'll ever release that. But the point is, is that like, we talked about how we need a, uh, what did we call it? A CTO? I don't remember, but there's a PTO in, in, in schools and those PTOs so we could do it that way too. But my point is, is for the average person to sit there and say, you know, that's a great idea. I'm going to go to my club owner. I'm going to go to the club and I'm going to say, listen, we need a science class. But you Thanks. cannot put it all on the club owner. Stop doing that. What, 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 we, there are other organizations. We're talking anybody affiliated with tennis. Okay. So give just, me just, the other organizations besides the Chicago District Tennis Association. Give me the other organizations. Well, I, I gotta go. I gotta go through. It's too early for me right now. But hold on. What I'm saying is, just say in general. If you're a club owner, if you're a tennis organization, if you're a pro, anybody and anyone associated with tennis, and yes, even USTA, the USTA, uh -huh. PTR, uh -huh. anybody, anyone that is associated affiliated with tennis, this is what we all need to be doing. We need to be opening the door for people to come into tennis, and if they happen to choose to leave for whatever reason, that it's still open that they can come back. That's it. It's okay to lose people, but what you do is you want them to come back. That's why Coke comes out with vanilla chocolate strawberry Coke once in a while, so you drink it because you, know, you get tired of Coke, and you're like, oh, but I'll try this other brand, this kind. And then you realize, oh, this is disgusting. I actually like the other Coke better. I'll go, ba I'll go back to the our classic, right? New Coke. They didn't want people drinking no new Coke. They needed to rebrand to get you to come back to old Coke. Well, actually I would. Okay. That's a, that's a good analogy. I okay. would take it. I would take it to a different analogy. I'll go for within it. Within the analogy. So anyway, what, are, what these are, are you going to be analogous on I'm this? I'm a micro-analogist. So, <laughs> You're so, a, a micro-analogist. You're a micro-analogist. Oh, hold on. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so, I'm a uh, tennis narcissistic nostalgist. You're a narcissist. <laughs> nostalgist. Tennis narcissistic nostalgist. And you are a micro-analogist. Right. Okay, go there for you it. go. Here well, we go. Welcome to the show, everybody. Tennis rockers. So, no, but I would say. Turn it off. That it's it's, that's right. Go away. We don't want. We don't want you. Uh, so I would say that what the what the soft drink manufacturers have done is they've created not just those things, but they've created skinny beverages. You can still consume tennis, just do it lighter. Right? <laughs> oh, you mean oh the 
smaller cans. Yeah. <laughs> and you guess what? You end up drinking three because like, you're like, well, I wish I had the bigger can, but I feel better. No, but there's less sugar. <laughs> there's less sugar. No, that's the strategy in the face of all this. We're looking out for you. I, I didn't no, get we're that. Looking, no, I get it. We're I'm, looking out for you. I'm thinking like it's kid size. It's Maybe more what like, we need to do is reduce classes to 30 minutes. A lighter version of classes. No, no. 15, 15 minutes of cardio. <laughs> You're done. You're in and out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's the cardio wash. I mean, maybe we need to do. I don't know. We're we're we're, we're joking, Steve but we're Edwards. serious. No, but that's that's what they did. It's so I would say that that's really what's getting people to come back. What you were doing right there with the whole flavor thing was good, but that was getting people who are already drinking and already in the habit of drinking it to do that. Uh, what we're talking about here is getting people to come back because they've lost a lot of people because look, the people have become more and more aware. They're like, you know, look. Because it's bad for teeth you. Teeth are rotting. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it teeth, strips the enamel off your bones. Teeth are rotting and and you're getting health problems, real health problems from it. My sister has no teeth. She's, all of her teeth are gone. She loved Diet Coke. I mean, it's, that's Drink a, it up. it's all gone. Drink I up. mean, and I can talk from experience, right? I mean, all gone. She has a complete set of falsies she got when she was in her 50s. So, there you go. I mean, that's, but you know what, they, but, that would, but somebody that, hold on, this is mentality though, right? These are people, the group think, the group think would say, yeah. yeah, but you know, she's in like the 2%. Yeah. That's not going to happen to me because right. I drink the skinny diet Cokes and I only drink three a day right. and they're smaller. And so I that's brush what, and I brush and I brush. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But the point of, of, of what we're trying to do is we're in this theme. This episode is talking about the comeback and that's where, beverage companies have skinnied down because they've realized we're going over the cliff <laughs> because there's, and they're creating all, they're also at the same time buying up water companies <laughs> that sell bottled water and that sell non-traditional soda, not soda drinks. Didn't you tell like me that Dasani, Dasani, mm -hmm. well, that's Coke. They started Coke. that. That's right, they, Coke started them. Yeah, you're right. But the, the Dasani is the water they use to make Coke. That's a story. That's no, no, no. I didn't know that, but just, but they're actively involved in buying up all the wells in, in impoverished third world countries so that they can resell them water and resell them Coke. But anyway, that's. Well, no, 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 no. I'm okay with that digression. Go back. Say that again. They're actively buying up land water rights in impoverished countries so that they can have that to manufacture their product and then they resell that water whether it's water in its form bottled or whatever, or it's water in its form in their adulterated product, which is a soft drink. And they're actively going to sell that back to so instead people. Of, instead of them being able to turn on a faucet and get it for a very subsidized price like we do in America, they're going to have to pay. So there's, so there's going to be a Dasani machine in the middle of Africa <laughs> where someone used to walk to the well. They'll have right. to go with their... Hmm. their um, debit card slide it into the Dasani machine right and until the right guy with the ak-47 basically takes one shot at it and you know opens it up so la so land rights <clears throat> for water is actually one of the probably one of the things that's going on in these third world countries where uh, probably i mean the I'm bushes do you know how much land the bushes have bought in like costa rica why they want to live in costa rica no costa rica is nice it's a beautiful country but they don't want to live there. They want There's a longer-term plan. They here. want what's there. It's a longer-term plan. Right. So the point, long-term plan, awesome. Yep. So the beverage company is getting you to come back by skinning down the drinks. Fantastic analogy, which we totally stumbled upon. We didn't even 
No, that's I, But they skinnied down the drinks because they, in the face of a changing demographic, in the face of like moms being like, no, you're not going to drink that. You're going to drink the apple juice in the small containers, which still is sugar. Anyway, but no, but it's not the soda, which is a little, it's just a step in the right direction. But anyway, they've skinny down the containers. So they're like, listen, we're looking out for you. Because <laughs> I haven't been the previous six, 60 years or whatever. I think it's, I think it's funny to me. It's funny. Ha ha. Whatever. We're looking out for you. We're skinning down the containers, which is, I think, tremendous. So it's a step in the right direction, kind of. So a tennis, I, so can I say facility or are you going to get offended? Just say tennis. Club. Just say tennis. Yeah, but we're also talking about like club owners and clubs no, that are owners. losing stop, revenue. Stop saying owners. All right, clubs. How about clubs? Just clubs. Whatever. Okay, fine. Yeah, I know. But the point is, is that we're trying to propose like, Listen, this is why it's important to broaden this out beyond just this is the one-dimensional group think the way we do okay, this. Okay, so let's broaden it out. Let's stop saying so we need a comeback program, right? The, what we left off was how to market tennis, but we need to be thinking about a, a comeback program. So maybe that's the gateway to people making an active change in their clubs, right? So they're, they're like, well, you know, <clears throat> we are losing a fair amount of people or whatever. Is this the gateway to doing this? We'll get these people to come back, right? I mean, that's, isn't that the that, that that's the whole point? Is is that we think, yeah, fine, it's acceptable. Now it just becomes instead of bemoaning it, it becomes like, yeah, we're going to lose fifty percent, sixty percent, or whatever of the players, and that's okay because we've got a fresh crop of young kids coming in, but also. We're going to establish, we have this comeback program, which is like, hey, if you play tennis, it's almost the nostalgia thing. You play tennis like as a kid and maybe you have certain elements. We, we target certain generations of the equipment that was available then. And we bring back some of the things that were there and that gets people. And, I got it. And in a sick way, I hope you wrote it down. I wrote it in down. a sick I way, it in a sick way, right? Maybe we then re-engineer all that stuff that you rail against as a way for people to come back. So we talk about the way things were coached back then, like low to high, do you know what I mean? And you play on that. Like, in other words, you have like a little commercial or maybe it's, you know, it's, these are talking smaller clubs, but the point is that you have a, you have a banner out there that's like, you know, low to high is no longer, you know, the low to high you learned is now this Magnus effect. Check it out. So the guy who's bringing his five-year-old to tennis lessons or the woman who's bringing their five-year-old to tennis lessons sees this banner and it's the comeback banner. And they're suddenly like, it plays on, it's got the guy with the picture, with the equipment of that they used when they were growing up. So it sends a signal, a subtle message. This is the way, oh yeah, that's, I remember those shoes of that time or the, that outfit of that time or that racket of that time. I remember that. And then, and then it's got a modern picture below it or adjacent to it, which is but now it's science and technology and it's the Magnus effect or whatever it is, whatever we're talking about here, right? And that becomes like the seed for the comeback program that clubs could use to get people who stopped playing tennis when they were 12 or 13 or 14 and they then went about their lives, went to college, did whatever, 
and now they're in their 20s, 30s, and they're having kids, and they want, and they're taking their kids to lessons, and they stumble into the club, and they see this, and they think, well, geez, you know, I mean, I've got an extra hour a week. I could do, wow, that looks really, so what is this science? And then it piques people's interest and the people see the banner and they're like, they're like, what, what is this? What are, what are you guys doing? And then you have a whole thing. Maybe you have a video, maybe you have an iPad on the desk, which shows like the science class or it shows like the, the, um, pencil. I want a need pencil. A <laughs> I like pencils. Okay. Thank you. I'm writing this down. I have two marketing. I have two marketing plans for you. Okay. So, but, but okay, let me, so the idea I'm just trying to say is, is then we have like an iPad so that the person behind the desk doesn't have to be besieged with questions. It could just be something simple that shows a video cutaway of the science class, like showing so, the okay, ball. So, so I used to work for great harvest bread company. Okay. So the way great harvest bread company works now, I, this is back in the nineties. And I managed a bakery in Oak Park for four and a half years. I was there for four and a half years. And the way they work is that they are employee, they're uh, owned by the owners, okay? And then the, and the parent company of Great Harvest, you buy your marketing materials, you get things from the parent company, but you own your own store. Does that make sense? So if you want to use the resources that they have. Yeah, it's franchise. Yeah, yeah, but, but they're on the franchise mentality. We don't have that. You own a Dunkin' Donuts, you got to buy Dunkin' Donuts napkins from Dunkin' Donuts corporate. Yes. So how come we don't have that for tennis? How come we expect things to do, be done on the local level, but why isn't well, who's going to do that? USTA? I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. But why doesn't it exist? Right, here we go. Ready? We have all these businesses out there well, but to promote oh, let me finish clubs pride themselves on their independence yeah but hold on but then they'll say but we don't have the money for the marketing right we, we, right. we're just we're always marketing like in this like our and i get it like in the community this local niche but i try to think of tennis uh, on the on the you got to think it on the macro in order to get to the micro so if you're thinking on the macro and tennis is in everyone's in the public zeitgeist and it's out there where we think about tennis and we're like oh man other sports are destroying us as far as in the zeitgeist. I, we said this earlier sure. where they've dominated every season. We don't, because do we're all the time, we've watered it down. I think in a weird way, having tennis all the time has watered the sport, watered, watered the sport down to the fact that it's just like, because it's always there, you almost like take it for granted. So there's no holiday. No, like, there's like no pro, escape. Like pro basketball or pro there's, football. There's basketball season. There's football season. There's hockey. There's baseball season. It's all season. Baseball is the sound. Of, yeah. Even for me, teaching tennis outside in the summertime, right. I teach next to a lot of baseball fields. Right. And when I hear that crack of the ball off the bat, I'm like, ah, oh, right. that's a great sound. I don't even play baseball. I'm like, that's awesome. Right. <laughs> you know, right. but like, we don't have that. Nobody has that like holiday connection that we talked about right. with the sport. It's just always there, and it's it's one of those things I think you take for granted. So why don't we have, and as, if you're on a micro level and you want to get people in your community in that micro level to come to you to tr try tennis, then we need an organization that on the macro level that's helping promote and you can use these tools that's affordable. And, and maybe we start that. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's tennis rockers. Maybe this is our business is that we provide these marketing materials that people can 
download and use in order to get people to and come I think back. we have to I think we have to cut a we have to cut against there'll be some I'm always about the objections because I got to think about objection handling it's from the world I came from so that's why I do this um, I don't do it to be a contrarian necessarily but I do it because I recognize there are going to be people who uh, are going to be like reject the idea outright, or they're going to be like, yeah, I don't think that'll work for us in a gentle way, whatever. But the point is that you got to figure out how you address these things. And I want, I think it's good to start addressing them. We're not going to address all of them right here, but the point is you're going to have club people who are like, yeah, you don't understand our market. That's not our market. And it's like, okay, well it's available if you want, and we can modify it for your market. But generally the basic principles are there. You need a comeback program, right? Because even if you say, well, you know, um, we are down South. We don't have the club structure you do because we have a lot of outdoor tennis. Uh, tennis is outdoor all year long. We don't really lose people in that way. Uh, we have a constant feed, whatever. Yeah, but you're still losing people <laughs> because there's something that happens within that gap between 12 or 14 and you know, 25 or 30, 35. And, and, and they're going to sit there and say that. So what I would say is, is there's still something that happens and you still need at some level, you could, even if you think you're healthy, you could be even healthier. Well, we're losing, we're also losing seniors because they're going to pickleball. Right. Right. So that's the big joke, right? That's the downward slide. Well, I, I play tennis, but we're not necessarily losing them. Cause I'm at a facility where they're converting. No, stop, the stop. To pickle, no, right? pickleball is the, is the, fastest growing sport in the in the country exponentially it's like 80 percent every but the it, tennis facilities are using their facility for to host pickleball we're, we're removing <clears throat> tennis courts in my hometown where i live in order we took out two tennis courts okay. and put in six pickleball so the facility that i'm in they're just remasking lines and they're so okay so right it's another revenue okay generator. right great but we're losing tennis players i'm that, yeah, here we go again that's true here we go that's true so here's the downward slide right. i played tennis i oh i drank my skinny cokes now i'm playing paddle now <clears> but now i'm not moving that well so i need a smaller court with less variety to it so now i'm gonna play pickleball so, so really just follow the sport down to your grave. It's, easier, oh, no, let me it's easier to consume. That's why. Well, well, no, because your health is depleting. The less, do you know how many people I watch with knee pads playing pickleball? <laughs> knee, knee, because they all have joint issues. Yeah, but don't you think that's also going to lead to kids playing pickleball? Like at a very early age, kids are going to be playing pickleball, which, which I because think because it's easier to, just, which there's the, there's the switch ready. Right. Then for a kid playing pickleball, hopefully they'll say, here's the inverse of that, man, I need to move more. Have you tried this game called tennis? So pickleball should actually be the thing you start with. If right, go, go, let's reverse it. Pickleball paddle. So tennis. I have a question. I have a question. This is interesting to me because we both grew up with wiffle ball. <clears throat> Can I ask you why you think what you think could be the reason that wiffle ball never, never supplanted baseball, never took off, never. It's certainly easier <laughs> to play wiffle ball. It's a cheap bat and a cheap ball, and you just get out there and you start playing. And why aren't there wiffle ball teams? Yeah, you know, and I'm not saying this is not going to happen to tennis. There are so in college the though. Way. There are wiffle ball teams. Are there really? Oh, fun as hell. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well that's fine. I'm just yeah. saying it didn't it didn't take over because no, I agree. I, baseball's yeah. done a very good job. People. You know, baseball has done a very good job of keeping people in the game. You know what I mean? Like they they're they're trying different things, 
They've got like in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. They've got yeah. a water park in their outfield. In in, in the, at the Diamondbacks, I think they've got a water park out there, so people can like go to a pool at a baseball game. <laughs> and well, here's but, but I remember, and this is and this is old school, but I remember when I was in Little League, Shea Stadium for the Mets. Yeah, meet the Mets, meet the Mets, come on down and meet. The, and guess what? They'd have the Little League teams. If you're from Long Island and you're playing on the Purple Panthers, you're and they. Welcome, and then they walk the team out right. onto the oh my god onto the field. You got to be peeing your pants. Oh my god! Like, oh, oh. Even if the stadium's like a third full at that Do, point because it, it's early, it does not does matter. matter. No, and they did it right. <laughs> so then they would have ten little, little league teams from around the entire island and 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 Manhattan coming out and walking the field of Shea Stadium as a kid. Right, done. Right, done. Right and how and how hard was that? It's the seventh inning stretch, right? Like it, it was awesome. So we had the Laver Cup here in twenty sixteen. I don't remember when it was. No, it was like three years ago. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. So, but what I'm envisioning now is that we need to have, you know, the problem with tennis is is that we've got like four Super Bowls in a year, and they are, you know, we got one in New York. We got, you know, right. So we got New York, France, England, and uh, Australia, or it really starts with Australia. So it's Australia, you know, Australia, um, France, uh, England, and then New York, New York. And the problem is, all roads lead back to New York. Right. (laughs) There's no opportunity for these kids to have that experience or people to have that experience, right? Because it's like, we can, I mean, maybe in New York, but even that's far away from, you know, in Flushing Meadows or whatever. I mean, that's so we're not giving these people this opportunity. I mean, when we had my kids went to a uh, event that Djokovic um, was at, and it was at Excess Tennis in Chicago, and um, it was very um, protective and weird at some points. You know what I mean? It was like, well, he's over there, he was on the inside. You know, and he was, you know, he was on the court. Nexus has like 10 or 20, they have 20 courts and then they have 20 outdoor courts. It's a huge facility. And it was like, well, you can't even, you couldn't even walk on the balcony where he was as if I was a sniper or something. You know what I mean? It was like, okay, are we going to actually see this guy? Is this really going to happen? And then sure enough, they went to the outdoor courts and that's when they let the kids. But even then they didn't want the parents around. They were like, no, 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 you stay here. You stay here. And we were like, it's Novak Djokovic. I mean, we're, we want to see the guy at least. Like, why do I have to look like I, you know, like I'm at a, I'm at a, do you know what that is? I'm at a factory tour and I got to look way down there. I got to see a spot on the court and I got to, that's going to sit on Santa's lap at, at, at the store. Right. And you're, you're actually never going to get there. Right. It's, right. It's, it's setting, it's setting you up for complete failure, right? That you will never get close enough to Santa to say, Hey, what's on your wish list? Right. Right. And we, exp- and, you, and I just thought of this also, we all need a break from whatever we're doing. Right. That's yeah. what a vacation is. Right. So, so sports is a, when you root for your team in your season, that's about, Oh, I'm not really looking forward to it. It's a new team. Right. So you get like multiple sports, Yeah. but that's a break. But if you had football 12 months of the year, nonstop, 
people would stop watching. It gets boring. So for tennis, are you going to watch your favorite tennis player and follow them 12 months out of the year constantly on every single thing? It's impossible. We These other professional sports have allowed us to digest here. Here you go. Here's your window. Here's how many games they're going to play. I, th- I still think the baseball season's way too long, but that's me. So maybe within a club, we need to create a season. Yeah. Is that what we need to do? Maybe we need to create a oh, season. That's interesting. That's interesting. I mean, we kind of do have it here up north in in United States with this. We have like the indoor season. We have the outdoor season. So we kind of have that. And maybe that is some way drives people's interest. I mean, I know certainly for your facility, it does because people, they have a lottery and it's insanity for permanent court time. And so it, it drives people's interest and they're like, but we also have a community that really supports it. So, you know, so if you have a community that doesn't support it, right. How do you get them to support it? And I think so. So there's, can you write that down? How do you get a community that's really, that maybe that's into other things and you want to sway them towards tennis. So that's, that's a topic. Can we go back a second about revisiting the tennis player to revisit the sport that played tennis? Can we just rewind for a second? Yeah. Okay. So my two thoughts on a marketing campaign would be tennis, your comeback trail. Okay. The other one would be tennis. So much more than you remember. Yeah, that's great. Something along those lines. So the idea that, or the, the game you thought, or, or, um, Something like the game, the game you thought you knew, something along those lines, right? The game you thought you knew, um, because we also want to get people to maybe if they had a bad experience, like I did, I had an awful experience uh, at a Delphi University with like 4,000 people and you'd stand in line, they feed you one ball, it'd be like three across the baseline. If you miss the first one, they go, end of the line, you stink. And you're like, uh, right? And then you'd wait again in the hot it's boiling. So funny. Uh, it's so funny that you said that because this- I, meet, And I, I don't forget that. This meet and greet with Djokovic, actually, I think for my kids, it backfired <clears throat> because, um, and also it was an elite thing. So it's not like they just reached out and were like, hey, come on over. We weaseled our way in because my wife's company has a corporate sponsorship. And it was like, okay, well, we can get the kids in there at the last minute. It was clearly not meant for the world, you know? And, and I understand. They've got a famous person there or whatever, and they got to they gotta gate it, which I get. But I think we're suffering from a lack of that. And that goes back to our vision. I don't want to go. I don't want to go too deep into the the whole vision thing because we've been covering it. But if you meet somebody like that, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that mixtape that that guy you kind of looked up to threw at you one time, and you were you were like, "Look at what that did to you." <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was that was, <laughs> and he wasn't famous. No, I mean, he it was, was my locally. friends. It was my friend's brother who, when but, I was in sixth grade, handed me a, a tape of all these like alternative punk bands. In in eighty in eighty one, and but I was had, ten. But he had, but that that moment, yeah, changed my life. But he inadvertently. Had, but he had he. You looked up to him to some to some degree. Yeah, and he. But so, but the point is, is that look at what that did to you. Look at the the indelible mark that that left on your memory and your, your and your your. 
it, it, you're, it you're actually tall. shaped my life. Well, right. So, so what, <laughs> like, so what I'm saying is look at that and that, and that was not, um, <clears throat> that was not Gene Simmons from kiss coming up to you and going, Hey kid, here's a tape, <laughs> right? That was, cause if that had happened, no, it was, it was then, Carlos's brother, Frank, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. But, but no, but, but, what I, but you get, but did you look at, and this, and I, I, I'm, I'm actually remiss that we stumbled upon this after we talked about this, the vision thing. Cause I don't really want to get too deep into the vision, but I think, I think about that now. And I'm like, look at that. And we're talking about this in the spirit of getting people to come back, but we're also talking about in the spirit of people investing in it in the now and look at what that did to you, right? Because this is interesting. It, it parallels both because the thing is just because you got that mixtape and you loved it and you fell in love with it and you did the whole thing does not mean that it was a straight trajectory for you where you were like, Oh, that's it. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to write music. No, and no I'm no, going to no. do this. Okay, okay. You had to have your own comeback. Is that right? Yes. That, that's what I was going to tell you. So because we had this conversation off mic, I was at my friend Carlos's house in sixth grade and his brother, Frank, and you can listen to the interview on What the Punk with Sully on Apple Podcasts if you want to hear it. And he was walking through and he's wearing a leather jacket. I remember this and, and black pants and I was hanging out with Carlos and he's like, yeah, yeah, my brother's in a band. And he gave me his brother's 45 record and the band was called Chapter 13. And I remember the song it was called Nuclear Car. <laughs> Nuclear Car. It's so like 80s. And then he gave me this tape <clears throat> and the tape had bands like killing joke public image limited and i was a metal kid right so i was in the metal and i was like wait a minute there's other music right and what happened was i devoured oh dead kennedy's right jocko ram i mean it was just yeah yeah a franken was rhcp on there oh fight like a brave right oh no they're uh freaky styly right like it, it, it yeah. was it was the it was again every punk bands earlier alternative groups yeah songs and the thing that was interesting was and this is why i think this ties into what we're talking about and i'm glad you actually brought it up i kept my metal friends we kept listening to like you know what yeah. we listened to right and but I kept coming back to this one tape right. and that 45. Right. And when I wanted something more in depth, when I wanted smarter lyrics, when I wanted something that was not mainstream, something that was me, that I was like, I actually think I'm more of this than that. Right. Because my <clears throat> group of friends leaned toward, and I like, I'm a huge metal fan, yeah. no, but like not like death metal, but I'm really into like hard rock. Okay. Yeah. So, it kept bringing me back. And I, I had that tape up to about like, I lost it in a move up to like five years ago. You have to understand, I've had this tape since 81. Right, Some right. of the songs are like, <clears throat> you know, uh, U-G-L-Y, you ain't getting, right, and yeah. the tape is like just warping. Say, yeah. And, yeah. and I just, but I, I, it shaped me so much. And at right. different points, because there was, I think there was like 18, maybe 22 songs on it that, Every at different points in my life, a certain part of the tape would talk to me. Yeah. But isn't that what something that's worthwhile? Like, and I think tennis has done that for me. There is no way I could teach tennis for twenty years and still find it challenging and interesting. There is no way, right? Right. So, it's bringing this. It's touched something special in you. 
Yes, yeah. and not in a creepy way, right? No, yeah, I, like, no so, I, I mean, so how do we get then that moment with Frank and his brother, where, and, and my friend Carlson's brother Frank, where he's like, here, that moment that I keep coming back to it, it had meat on the bone. Now, it's okay that I left. It's okay that I... It, when you I, do it and you do it in different you build this is what i've always talked with you about is the depth of interest you build a depth of interest so it 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 doesn't come in one form yeah you can get a famous person or you could get like a traveling pro in fact there's a move afoot there's some guys out there that are that are doing just that or you can connect with local at pros but they're you know like a three hundred two three hundred four hundred you can host a pro in your house do you know what i mean like you know if he's traveling through and you want to host a pro you can host a pro which can have a moment you can have that forrest gump elvis moment you know where he plays the hey kid i played this song. what do you think of this song you know that whole thing but you there's that there's a variety of ways you could bring it down to a local tennis pro who's like pulls a kid aside and goes you know i mean how many pros do this i think none how many kids how many pros do this where they're like hey you know that racket you're playing with this is the one i would use i see how you play this is what i would use and that can have a mark or i just you told know you those, i have one of my students right you know right? those strings you know those strings that you're using i don't know what's on there but I'm going to take a scissors to him right now. Clump, clump, clump. No, I'm serious. No, I know. Just do something nutty like that and just go like this. It has a forever mark on the kid. No, no. No, he grabs it. No, he grabs the racket and he walks over and then he smashes it. He just, and then he's like, try this one. (laughs) I'll pay you. I'll pay you for the other or whatever. Oh my God. Right. Don't say anything. Hit it. Are you ready for it? Fairy dust. Here it is. Here's the commercials. Here's the franchise. You bought the commercial from us. Getting pen ready. A guy is on the racket playing with his wooden racket or his T2000 or something from the 80s or 90s, whatever the racket is. And you walk out and you say, oh, let me take that from you. And then you just smash it and you destroy the racket. And then you and then you hand them the new one, and you say, "Welcome back to tennis," <laughs> right? Or time to upgrade, right? It's 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 again. Or you could you could see the person back when they were older. Maybe maybe they. Oh, there you go. There's a commercial that you see a person who's younger playing like in the '80s or '90s. You walk out into that era. You smash that racket. And then it's a split screen and then you pull them across into 2021 (laughs) and they're like, look at this facility. And you're like, this has a little, I always say to my student, like this wasn't my facility. And I, and I think this is really important and I'm not kidding. I will say to all my adult students, this ain't your mama's tennis because most adults these days, even though I bag on it are even at their worst are still more mobile, older, than they were when our parents were 45, 55, 65. So just by default. So in a weird way, this ain't your mama's tennis. Like, yeah, this ain't your mama's tennis. So I'm emotionally reacting to what you said. Okay. And did I I insult your mama? Yeah. Terribly. (laughs) No, I'm emotionally reacting to what you said because I'm thinking about it from the perspective of the consumer. Like I try to walk into the other person's shoes because I think that's a good way to figure out whether things are going to work or not. And I'm thinking about what you just said. And I'm like, wow, if I'm that guy and he took the racket that I prized growing up and Uh. he smashed it, 
Now I'm not trying to cut against you. Yeah. I would be like, you dick. <laughs> wow. That was my childhood. Yeah. And you are a dick. And but but the thing is, is I feel that, bad now. This no, I'm not trying to make you. No, feel. but I smashed the guy's racket. I feel really bad. Well, because it can't. You can't get that back. He can't go back into the store and buy another one. It's gone. Oh, see, the, see, this is why I need you. This is, that's a flaw. It's, it's a flaw. It's gone. It's gone. And now you have kind of like even the good and the bad of whatever it was, you destroyed it. And at some level, because that racket encapsulated that, the good and the bad, like I could end up feeling like that. So, but I'm not trying to down your. So fix it. Fix not trying it. to kill your buzz. No, it's fine. But I, what I think here is that there is a transition that we have to appreciate when we transition people that other people account for that we have to account for. We don't transition at all, actually. Right. So, so who does this, who does this somewhat well was, is the government will float trial balloons and they'll be like, listen, you know, it, like with interest rates. So we'll take it out of the COVID thing, but we take it with interest rates and they're like, the federal reserve is signaling that the market is good. I E it's probably going to happen. They're going to raise rates, <laughs> right? And they do this to get people ready. And so the Federal Reserve is urging people who are interested in making a change now to refinance if they can while they can, right? They transition people in a careful and measured way, right? And it's important to do that because otherwise it's too jarring for people. Um, it causes people to outright reject what you're trying to ultimately accomplish. So you have to transition people, right? So, so in, in transition though, do they focus on a, like, so they're going to raise interest rates. Do they then make that geared more towards banks and letting the banks know, right? So in a weird way, so like, no, there's the banks a, already know. No, I know. They but suspect. I, they have economists who are reading this stuff. They, and all this. They're, they're talking they, to the general people. No, I know, but but the it goes from the government to the economists to the people. There's there's like a system, right? That there's there's a tiered system where it's not going just from the government right to the there's people. There's different versions of the same message that are being sent to different people. Okay. So the message so the message, the parallel here would be and I know you don't like this because you're talking about club owners. Oh, okay. But the parallel would be the club owners are the banks to some degree. Okay. And okay. Yes. So the I message to them, to them, you have to do that. There's a certain message because then they're profligating the message to the consumer, the person that would take out the loan or the person that would play the tennis. And they're sort of foreshadowing what's going to happen. But there's, a, but, there's an the but there's an element of viral marketing here. There's an element right. for, that we're going to take this from multiple. We're going to take this from multiple angles, right? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. So, tennis could do the same thing. If we're if we're going to find a transitional message, yeah. And we'll and there could be multiple ones. Yeah. Let's say it's going to be for long term mobility and health reasons for tennis, and I would go with more mobility, right? Well, so hold on. Hold on. Could, no, 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 no. You got to let me finish. Let me finish. That. We want we want you to roll into your eighty. We want you to walk into your eighties. Split step into your eighties. So, don't so, no. So, let me no no no. Go slower. Go slower. I'm gonna go along no, no, this I'm, thought. I'm gonna lose my thought. Talk though. about financial planner. Okay. I just I'm gonna lose it, man. Okay, go. Just let me say the whole thing, and then you can rewind me. All right. That. 
We want you to split step into your 80s, not roll into your 80s, because tennis can keep your mobility going to the day you die. Right. Now, you have to viral, then how do you get that message to people, to people that they take it seriously? Then we should target doctors. We need more doctors playing tennis because doctors then is our viral marketing. So doctors need to get off the golf course because what are they doing on golf courses? You're driving a cart and drinking. How does that do anything for your mobility? Golf, the worst thing, I know they're trying to get more people through, but by, again, ready? There's no exercise in golf. There is zero. You're, wa- you're barely walking and you're swinging something. So if we can viral market to doctors about tennis and the long-term mobility um, benefits and health benefits for you, wouldn't that be the way to go? Way to go? Done. So, and thank you. And I think that that's, that gets us part of the way there. I think that you can borrow from the, uh, you can borrow from the financial planner um, analogy, which is the financial planners are always like, um, what are you doing? What's your plan for retirement, Bob? Right? What's your plan? And they're, and they're like, uh, to have a million dollars, to have $3 million. And then they're like, is that realistic? It's kind of like the person that's like, well, I'm going to work and uh, I'm going to sit on my butt and I'm going to be doing this, making lots of money, lots of money, lots of money. And then when I'm 60, I'm going to quit. I've got a lot of money and then I'm going to take up tennis and I'm going to get out there and I'm going to, man, I'm going to rage. And it's like, well, actually you should have been kind of looking at that along the way because now you're going to have to go through a lot of hard athletic adjustments. And it's like a real jarring transition as opposed to a smoother trajectory and transition. Like we slowly transition you like, well, if that's your plan to play tennis when you're 60, you really need to start working on mobility and balance and things like that. So you don't hurt yourself when you're in your thirties, forties, fifties. So welcome, come back to tennis. So you're, you're building your financial plan in tennis, but you're building your physical plan instead of your financial plan. This is how, this is where I want to be in my golden years. But that's, but that's, but but that's a, but that's a ready that tape from Frank to me yeah. was a roundabout way to get me to my songwriting and 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 to keep coming back to that. So right. you gotta get not the tennis community, you need people outside the tennis community, sorry, the tennis clubs or the business of tennis yeah. to say, have you thought about tennis? Because it's gonna be really good for your movement. Now you're gonna have to do some strength training and things, but that's gonna be good for you. Right, so that's a roundabout well, way. But the way you have to sell it to the people is not. It's going to be really good for your movement. You have to sit there and say, "Have you thought about tennis? It's a lot of fun." And along the way, holy cow, you're going to develop an amazing body. No, 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 no. You can't. Don't say that. Don't say amazing body because that's a body image. I'm talking about mobility. Well, I, I, no, no, no. But you have to be careful about that too because then people misconstrue that. You're, you're not going to lose weight playing tennis. I didn't say that. No, I, no, <clears throat> I know you didn't. It's implied. Yes. You don't say that. No, but you do because you say the broader message and then you slowly define it because you got to think about the way people think about these things. If you get too, if you get too semantic about this whole thing, like you're going to develop amazing mobility and amazing this, you have to first give them the big message. Tennis, you're going to develop an amazing body. And then you clarify that and you caveat it with you're going to develop balance and you're going to develop mobility. We're not talking about weight loss. Nobody said tennis, you're going to get skinny. No, but people, nobody said that. No, no, you, hold on. But people think that, 
I'm telling you as a pro, people think. People think you, a lot of things. Right. But it's already people there. People think by drinking skinnier Cokes right, that they're going to that the have problem. less sugar. But hold on. But that's how they sell Coke. Yeah, I got it. But it's not working for tennis. You're not hearing me. That message is people think they're going to lose weight playing tennis. You oh, are not. Yeah. No. It is not designed for, it's a game. Mm. Right. That's it. Where right. you're going to run with short. It's, it's, it's an short spurts. It's, it's like a high an, intensity, high intensity training. Really? It's an anaerobic game. It's not aerobic, right? You want an aerobic workout, go spinning, go running, right. do something else. Right. This is not going to help you lose weight. Stop right. saying that. Okay. I mean, I don't mean you, I mean, everybody. Yeah, I wasn't it is, saying it's, that it is yeah. not there for that. Right. It is there for mobility. Right. And I, and this is an, I'm going to, I would listen. This is my thing for tennis. Right. One, move. Two, you can't hit your kids, but you can hit a ball. Right. Tennis, right? And that's the thing is, but there's this understood thing that, man, I got a great workout. It's an amazing thing. I've never heard an abusive, I've never heard, <laughs> I've never heard an abusive listen, marketing strategy. It's, I've it's, never, wow, you know that's quite but amazing. It, but we so are, you hope to get that, like, that small segment of people who would beat their kids, <laughs> yes, who would the beat their kids. The abuse tennis, parents, you can't yeah. hit your kids, right. but you can hit a ball. Yeah. Here's one though, ready? Here's one, ready? Oh, and I hear this all the time. Uh -huh. Oh, I got a great workout. No, you didn't. You're just sweaty. <laughs> you didn't get a workout. You ran for 10 minutes and you're sweating because you're unhealthy. That's, that is not. Okay. So folks for listening, we're, we're in the process of, Oh, of, you just teed me off. No, we're in the process <laughs> of stirring the pot and figuring out what the comeback program looks like. That's how we stir the pot, right? We, it, you're, we're putting in, you're putting in a little spice. I'm watering it down or I'm putting a little spice, you're watering it down. We're trying to create the perfect sauce here. And we're coming up with this tennis program. And I think what we're doing is just kicking the tires. Like, okay, how do we get people to, to think long-term about this? So much more than you remember. I think that's, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Your comeback trail. I like the comeback trail because yeah. usually what happens is when you start focusing. Second chance, whatever. Yeah, but, but it also shows you that maybe from where you were. So right. sometimes people say, Oh, I kind of pale in comparison to my old self. I mean, maybe I'm more financially set. I've got a great family, whatever it may be, or not. Maybe you're just, you're single and that's fine. And you, but you work a lot and you're like, you know, I just, uh, or how about tennis experience it from a different perspective? Because when you were, when you were a kid and you were going through the grind of lessons and you were going through the grind of coaches, you're experiencing, but experience it from a different perspective now. Where it's like, well, what does that mean? Experience it from a different perspective. Well, now that you're older and more mature, you're you've gotten you've gotten shaped. You're no longer a hot mess hormonally or whatever. You're more like, oh, you're a little bit more analytical. You can take a little bit of a pause. You can think things through a little bit. Oh, I get. Oh, there's the strategy of the game. Oh, I get. There's the there's the there's the tactics of movement. Oh, I get it. There's balance. Like, that's a lot to 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 jam into somebody who's younger who's you know, in a growth pattern, but when you're older and your growth is more set, now you're coming back and you're experiencing tennis from a different perspective. And maybe, you right? had a, maybe like me, you had a bad experience and then so, and you come back and then we say, Hey, you know, there's, there's actually a, a C team. There's a B team for you. There, there is a team for you, for your level of interest and mobility and health that you can connect with people. You can connect Tennis reconnect, connect, reconnect. But we have these things for you that you can do. Please come back. We miss you. Tennis, we miss you. Whatever it may be. Right. It's, 
we don't need to freak out that people leave. We we need to freak out that they don't come back. Right. And that or right. So I'm not even talking about new people. I'm just talking so about So it can be like a campaign to get you know, there's campaigns, <clears throat> get people to stop smoking, get people to exercise, get people to uh watch what they eat, right? It could be like a campaign to get people to come back. And that campaign is there's there's a set of messaging around that campaign. What are we gonna, you know, how are we gonna get people to come back? And it would be based off of the things that we're talking about that are, are of interest to us that broaden out tennis. So beyond just um, just stroke mechanics and and stuff like that, we're talking about a lot of things in and around tennis. Whether it's you know, let's say you've got a certain engineer group you know, or lawyers that are a little bit more intellectual about it. Well, we're playing up the intellectual aspect of, you know, tennis with the math and the science and the trajectory and things like that. And then let's say there's a contingent of people that are more body minded and they're more like, Oh, this is a great way to expand my workout. Even though it's not a workout. I understand that it's to challenge your workout right? to challenge. Your workout. Are you working out enough to play this sport? Right. And, and if maybe, you- and maybe there's people who are into nutrition. I just want to build on this idea. Okay. I'm not going right. to cut you off, but okay, I, ahead, maybe there's ahead, people who are into nutrition and you're hitting their hot buttons because you're like, look, you know, um, you, 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 you're stealing some of the stuff from some of these pros, like, listen, to play at this level, they're not eating pizza. It could be a simple campaign. Like, do you think how many, here's a quick quiz. <laughs> how many of the people on this list eat pizza regularly? Novak Djokovic, Roger Federer, Serena Williams, Simona Halep, or you? You. You know why? So what? Well, so what I'm saying is, look at look at what that does. Right. That could be a banner within a within a facility, a club, but it's a quick quiz. How many people on this list eat pizza regularly? And you lay all of them, and whatever you want to put you, but you could that could be A or it could be E, whatever you want to do, and it's got pictures, and then it's got a it's got a a question mark with a shadow or whatever, and it's like you. And suddenly you're like, and then maybe there's, there's a corollary to that. The flip of that is how many of these people on this list <clears throat> actively eat 10, five to 10 servings of fruits and vegetables every single day, or don't drink, don't drink soda, whatever. And then it's you. And then it's this person, this person, this person, famous person, famous person, famous person. And all of a sudden you're like, okay, I think I get it. Right. You're like, huh? Yeah. Message delivered. So what are you guys doing here? And then that's the lead in to, well, if you're interested, there's the iPad over there and that'll show you, you can see, or, you know, you can, you don't even have to, you could be in the facility, get that. And then you got a QR code for the nutrition one. There's a QR code on the banner for the nutrition that and opens it's, up an app for your facility. And yeah. it says the facilities, nutrition clubs, program offer nutrition class that give recipes. The club, and, no, the club cookbook. Mm-hmm. The club cookbook from right. local people. Hey, right. we have a new, we have four nutritionists that play tennis here. Right. And they gave us 10 of their top 10. And recipes. we put it all together. They just, here they gave go. us the stuff. They gave us the stuff and we put it all together. And, and the club will pay. We've already, we, we've, we've already bought the cookbook. We've already, in other words, we produced it. We paid it. It costs, let's say it cost the club 15 bucks. Okay. It's 15 bucks. People are going to be, well, that's all business loss. Ew. 
you give away free samples when listen well you can put it what on do you think? kindle you can put it on amazon kindle for free well you can but let's <laughs> right. say you well, want to be let's say you want to be tactile because you want people to bring this to their lessons right but the point is is that look at what that does too it broadens it out it gets people's interest now you got the club cookbook people can get it on kindle or they can get a they can get a hard copy of it but now they bring it to their nutrition class and people then people start a conversation and it and they're like well where's the tennis in this well the tennis is you've gotten people into your club your facility they're talking they're actively doing it and now they're going to want to play it doesn't really matter short time they're doing this or they're buying stuff that's there in the facility but you've pulled them into your facility and you've created a whole thing this is the comeback program because now you've got people who are in their 30s and 40s going god my diet's been kind of crummy and yeah, i was taking my kid to this lesson and all of a sudden i got this cookbook and it showed up out of nowhere and i did the qr code or i got the kindle version but now i got the book and now you know they offer these classes you know what i'm just going to go to the class I don't really want to play tennis. I have my rackets in the closet. I don't think it's been restrung in a long time. I don't really know what I'm going to do. I mean, my strokes kind of stink, whatever. But I'm going to go to the class and I'm going to see what it's about. And all of a sudden you've got this person coming into your facility and, and, they're, and they're there and they're around the tennis people. And then all of a sudden they're connecting with people and they're asking questions and they're connecting with a pro. And the pro's like, well, you know, I don't, I, I kind of modify these recipes. I kind of recipe, modify these recipes and I kind of do this whole thing, but I, you know, and all of a sudden now it's building and now all of a sudden you've, you've got kind of a comeback program. Don't you think? I mean, that's, I'm, that's I, yes. We got to do another one. We can do another episode. This, uh, this is, this is, so we're, we're on the comeback trail. How do we get people that play or dabbled or we want them to come back now because of either a good experience or a bad experience and we're showing them are all the benefits we're expanding the offerings of the tennis club in a in a moderate in a in a dramatic way but in a but in a cost-effective way and welcome and getting people to welcome back. A, a welcoming back yeah welcome back totally that just right my brain awesome